Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Don't forget, uh, merch. What's the actual address again? Merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. Is that right? That is is Merch Method. I've been chanting about it like crazy on my little streaming show I do. Check out that streaming show, by the way. I do a little... Uh, Sunday live show with calls, live calls. Uh, sign up at drdrew.tv uh, and uh, get the t-shirts at merchedmethod.com slash Tom Segura. And uh, people still love the the one that embarrasses me the most. And I, <laughs> shh. You be, What's the shirt? You Just go quiet. ahead and say it. It's you a great shirt. Don't ever put anything bigger than this in your anus. Who asked me that in the first place? Don't was, prolapse Was that it. you? <laughs> don't prolapse. Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? It was either Christina or Tom. Probably one of you No, guys. it was Tommy. It was Tommy. Uh, Dr. After Dark uh, at gmail.com. And of course, 818-253-1693 for the voice message. We pre- appreciate it very much. You heard, you know, you know, I don't need no introduction. No introduction. Christina's here. What's going on? I love you. I love you too. You're a saint. Uh-oh. The Robert Paul Champagne video. The tour. Can, is it up yeah. yet? Of course it's, the, it's the been tour. No, no, no. The oh, tour. Oh, tour. No, no, we're holding on to that. You haven't seen the tour? No. Uh, oh, the house. Yeah, the house yeah, tour, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I did not get to see that. <laughs> but first, let me acknowledge you as being a, a kind human being, a compassionate human being. Well, look at this. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this just before the mic's heated up. If you remember the first time you showed me the tried out video. I, I do. And what did me. I say? What did I say? Oh my God, why are you showing me this? Well, it was that. But what did I say about my feelings? Oh, about the th- trauma. I said, I feel really bad. Yeah. I feel really bad for Robert Paul Champagne. But we sucked that compassion right out of you. You did. <laughs> and now I feel worse. Now I really feel bad. Do you feel like a psycho? No, I don't feel like a psycho, but I feel like we've upset him. And I yes, feel terrible about that because I have so a little connection I. with him. And, um, and I have to be super careful because I use terminology that I consider to be non-pejorative mm-hmm. and non-judgmental and just matter of fact about the human experience, right? So I just... I just see varieties of humans. And so if I say something like hoarding, mm. right, which I think Robert Paul is a thing with, mm. I don't mean that pejoratively. I don't mean that negatively. It's just that's his thing. That's the behavior. And, and I, it would not have been a fun if he were not a hoarder, by the way. He, he's right. got some interesting now, stuff in his house. May, may I, in his defense, yes, because he just lost his mother, he said, in December mm. of 2019. Now, mm-hmm. as someone, I lost my mother four years ago. You inherit a lot of stuff yeah, when lot of somebody passes mm-hmm. and all of that was from his mother and it can be very hard to let go of i'm sure. still letting go of her items so for sure in his defense it's an emotional and obviously he, as is hoarding in general yeah and he can't yeah. let go of that food which did not well. come from mom <laughs> and he can't get loaded the santeria uh you haven't seen this i yet. haven't seen that mm. but he mm. has a santeria altar is that not real santeria. he has an altar it's not santeria okay. specifically not santeria and is it really it's for the devil it's for the devil mm. and is he serious or he's just saying Okay. He seemed pretty serious about it. My most, uh, the, the most important question is, how did you get him to wear a sweater? I know. I think he was out of respect. I, that's, again, why I feel bad. He was very respectful, and he wore pants. and He wore pants, even. I know, I know, I know even. And, uh, and I love him. I love Robert I love Paul. him, too. Yes. I love him, too. And, that's, and so it's sad when we upset him, and uh, yeah. if he feels that we're like judging him, because that's not what I'm doing. No. I, for the, some of the things that I've spoken that he could get upset with are things that I worry about for him. Yes. What right? do you, what are your worries for him? I worry about the, the rodent situation and the, and not the rodent, the insect situation. In, in his apartment. Yeah. Probably in the whole building. No. Oh, okay. It, oh, you don't think it's, but like, what do you mean? Well, like the bed bugs and sure, but they're, those are those pretty, pretty common in New York. You need yeah? to see the tour. Okay. I think you need I'll to see the I'll check it tour. out. Uh, when is that coming out, Native? Um, we're whole, ever since he expressed that he was upset with us, we decided to hold on to it until we smooth things over. I got you. Okay. That's fine. That's and I, I don't want him to think it negative. I, and I wear his costumes. I wear some of his things. You still Me wear too. it? In the, do you see the tour? Oh, okay. I didn't know if you brought some back with you. No, no, no. I wore them in, in the room there. Okay. Okay. And he kindly let me do that. That's nice. And, uh, and he sees the whole thing he does as play. I understand. Yes, right, right. Mm-hmm. But is it though? Is it though? Well, I asked him. I asked him multiple times. Is it about a masturbatory routine? Is he? I like giving other people pleasure. He does say taking that. them away from their their things from their but I, but worries. When he, but when you say that, aren't you really saying that about y- yourself? When you're like, I do it for this thing. It, that's he's trying to get he away from his it. own thing. Maybe he likes doing it. Right. He really yeah. digs it, and he's certainly very creative. 
And yeah. I want to I want to go with him outside the the apartment. So if if the issue is his he's upset with what we were talking about the apartment and so we were, you know, in any way speaking mm. negatively about his home. Let's go. Let's Tom and I want to take him to a fine restaurant. I would love to see you guys have a steak dinner mm-hmm. and see what that is like. Uh, we Tom, our Robert, you are invited to a steak dinner with I me would love and, that. and Tom Segura. Or I want to go with him down to Coney Island and see the. I would uh, like to see the show. See the show. Yeah. Now he has a big thing about drag queens. He's brought this up before. He's not happy. The he, gender stuff is very disturbing to him. What do you think? That's what's going on. What's that about? It's almost like his. He, I would want him to speak to this, but I think what I learned from him was that the the leather culture and the gay community he was with in was sort of its own whole, and that these other things have begun. Quite a metaphor. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a brown H O L E hole, and and it's and it's something that's getting eroded and sort of changed, and he doesn't mm. like seeing it change and changed by these other forces and things and other things yes. being involved with it. He likes what it was, that culture. And it what and what's interesting <clears throat> he said in the interview was that it's you took it like a man. There was no crying. It right. was actually a very masculine form very of masculine. gayness. And yes. I think for him, it feels like the drag queens are like feminizing. Yes. And, it, he, and he doesn't like that softness. He does. He does. His gay, he does, his gay stuff. Correct. Yeah. His gay is masculine gay. He's a, that's it. He's a fucking butt pounder. Go, yeah, like that. Like yeah. That. Would you be, what would you be if you were gay? Running. Like, <laughs> you never had a gay uh, moment in in college. Uh, I did not. Uh, I think I had a a gay like. I think developmentally, it's very common for yeah. young young boys like eight to twelve to start having sort of um, not romantic feelings, but sort of uh, I don't know what they are affectionate feelings to, towards uh, males and peers and stuff. Mm. And I remember that kind of feeling and didn't really think much of it. Yeah, and then it kind of went away. And have you ever been um, given a BJ on a ride at Disneyland? By a male? No, just by a woman, lady. Uh, um, you ever finger banged anybody on um, Pirates of the Caribbean? No, mm. I don't think. Oh, that means no, yes. No, no. There's I, a Ferris wheel in your past. No, I don't think so. I I, uh, <laughs> I don't like, though my wife does, Okay. I don't like the public stuff. Oh, your wife does? Yes, yes. And has she, do you guys indulge? She like, uh, oh, one time. I did. There, <laughs> there was one time. Now, this is why it's called Dr. Drew. After dark, bitches. <laughs> there was one time in the yeah. car. Yeah. As we drove into our neighborhood, which is normally a dark, <laughs> secluded, like long, sweeping driveway up into the hills. And as this got going, uh, we noticed thousands of people descending and coming and surrounding <gasps> our car oh. it was one of those there was a period where they'd have these flash parties people oh, would like would, people yeah. would, they'd had one in our neighborhood <gasps> and as we got the hundred maybe hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of kids surrounding our car there's five cop cars right next to us <gasps> now too well, you know, and they're like they're like greeting me by name and they're like what's yeah, up dr yes, drew yes. <laughs> and did you have your were you naked your schmeckle no no off? everything was put away quickly you had done, okay yeah. you were you in were you doing it in the moment? No, this was this was oral sex. Wow, look at you. No wonder you guys have a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That was quite a moment. Good for you. I told Carol about it. It was his he was it was glorious as far as he was concerned. <laughs> he, now, now he had something. I love it. Look <sighs> at you swinging out. I love it. Dr. Drew after dark. <laughs> Damn, homie. You nasty as hell, Drew. <laughs> Shit, I knew so, it. So it's always the buttoned up ones. Oh my god, what okay. else are we gonna talk about? Can I? Can I? I have, I have an issue. You with You had some stuff. Oh, you had some stuff from me. First of all, yeah. First of all, you guys, you talked a lot about me being obsessed. You said obsessed with Brown on the episode with you and Tom, Annie. Me and Tom. Oh, me and Annie. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, you brought me up, and I have to say, I've never felt so validated and seen. Good. Before we understood you. Yes, and I would like yeah. to thank you for that. It's a pleasure. Um, secondly, what I don't like is that you've given any. A pass. Yeah. That's the not... pass. I validated. What the fuck, man? He's walking around thinking it's normal to not it, brown. I didn't, I didn't say it was normal. I didn't say it was normal. I said, it's you're fine. Like, I, yeah. I, I actually, what are you doing? Look, he could get something called, I think I mentioned on the show, something called toxic megacolon, which is the colon oh. can lose its ability to like move Oh, just through. that. That's nothing, and, any. But he seems to have mastered them. <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> he is absolutely like the ninja master yeah. of shit. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he has, how many flushes did he say per episode? I think oh, he said at least God. six. At least six. And uh, 
It's clearly a deeply psych. You know, he has it's, the whole story about with his mom, his kid, you know, as a kid, and it's very deeply psychological. But I don't want him to feel bad about it. He's going to harm himself, or that it's people get weird obsessions about Brown having to get out of the body and all this other stuff. But it, don't you feel gross if you don't Brown? I don't. I Brown in the morning after my coffee, and I find if I miss that window, I just feel full and uncomfortable. No, I have no awareness. What? Yeah, uh, and but I take shit tons of Metamucil, which really puts a lot of bulk into the whole situation. <laughs> I know you like this conversation. I love this and and, yeah. uh, and so it's I'm more frequent than I used to be. Uh-huh. Uh huh. How many times are you going a day? One, but yeah. but I used I could go three four without noticing it. What? When I was but, but when you were in, what? When I was not taking all the bulk. So wait, but don't you, didn't you say that that was bad to go three or four times a day? No, like, no, that's too I much. could go three or four days. Oh, without noticing. Even. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, but from a psychological sense, so you're saying you don't want to kind of put it into Annie's head that it's abnormal because we don't want to get I mean, him. Everyone's giving him grief, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go on Team Annie. I, I see. Yeah, I'm, because I'm it on is, Team Annie. It's unusual. It's unusual, and I, again, I worry about this one thing medically, yeah. but I don't I don't worry about it. I don't worry about psychologically. I don't worry about is it gross about it. I don't worry about those kinds of things. I worry about the psych, the psychological element. Yeah, but look, he's I do. pretty. He's pretty good. He's pretty functions very he's well. Functional. Right. Yeah. He's. This is not a a sign of some major psychiatric problem at all. Oh, I think it is. Uh oh, what's he got? I, I, look, in what my did, what did he? As a comedian, what did he get past me? As a comedian who studied nothing. <laughs> But, but lots of brown, lots of Br- shit brown talk. and Thomas Aquinas. Uh, that's Those right. Are... That's right. Let me tell. You. Uh, um, but but don't you think that holding on to it—that's a control. It's a it's sure, a control. But, it's an OCD notice, or what is that? Well, that but people want to like Freud made a lot of that. Does he yes. is he massively OCD? Is he counting and doing? I don't that? know. No, he's not. I'm pretty OCD too. I have my, too. my own things. Yeah. yeah, OCD is a biology that goes with anxiety and panic and things like that. So he's he's probably got some kind of anxiety thing going. I'm sure some kind of. I thing, do. But, but but he also this thing is in this is a deeply held almost like belief, you know. But the 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 brown. Yeah, keeping the brown. Keeping holding it in. Yeah. I must hold it in. I feel safer and, when it's in. Yeah, control it. Probably safer. Controlling. We should get him in here. He's going to need to speak for himself. Oh yeah, you he and will. I, you and I We're going to get him back in here. Maybe when I, I think I'm coming on your guys' show soon. When I come oh, I on, wait. when I come on, that's. And, and by the way, I am. We are all team any. I don't want them, him to, to think we're. Ba- um, uh, that's what Bob, I told. I, love I told Nadav. I was like, look, look, look. He's don't the best. Don't put words in my mouth. I, we're all just concerned. Yeah, we're concerned. We're just no, concerned no, no, no. What I told you, I called. What did I do? Yeah, I called you and I said, hey, Kit, cut some of this stuff out. I don't want any to be upset. Remember? Yeah. Okay. And he goes. Yeah. He no, goes. He, he goes. He goes. He wasn't upset. He goes. We love. He him. goes. Um, yeah. Well, we made promos out of those segments. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! Well, yeah. You guys are brutal. You know, got to yes. do my job. I got to produce, Drew. Oh, I got to yes. pick the good moments. Oh my God. We're brutal, but because we love and we want, I, we want people to be their best. That's the truth, and we do it through beratement and and humiliation. The only way we know how. Well, tell me about your TikTok. What, sure, what, go what's ahead. What's going on with all that? I tried my to understand this. <laughs> my curations. I, yeah. Well, much and like how you. How much time do you spend? So doing much. That? I it's listen. I do it for the, the thrill and the joy that it, i bring all i get i when i go on tiktok all i get is the same looking uh-huh. young lady with uh-huh. a crop top doing uh-huh. the same dance you're not looking in the right places how is that i just go <laughs> same one over and over and yeah, over again because am i doing that yeah you're doing it because you're you're promoting a healthy algorithm what you need to do how do you find the so, you have to promote the unhealthy How algorithm. Do you find those? So you're going on through TikTok. Let's say you find something that's a little outside the margins, a, a little, little, a little weird. You hit heart. Oh. Now you're telling the program, I uh, like weird shit, man. Oh. Uh-huh. You're liking normal stuff. And I, if I, I don't like, like anything. I just start oh, flipping through, and oh, that's no. what I get. So it doesn't know your preferences. <laughs> Look. Yeah, this chick sucks. Next, go. The minute you find someone remotely weird, does that look any different next, than the other chick? I mean. You're into you got. I've never seen this TikTok in my life. <laughs> I'm never right. Is this the same girl. This I, is the same girl. It's not. I told you they all look the same. And and there's a volcano, and then there's like a, hold on, oh, hold on. What's oh, the it's somebody with brown no, hair. There's, no, I need to. I know. I'll help you. Give me is your this phone. Is this because I'm a male that give I get your, sent this stuff? Give on me your phone for like a week, and I'll <laughs> set you straight. This is good. This is tragedy. It's like a dragon. You're gonna like that. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Now you're on your way, bro. Oh, you have to sign up for. You're not even signed up. Oh, maybe that's the problem. True. You're not okay, even. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, let me give you a tutorial after. Okay. 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 Sign okay. up for TikTok. 
Now, I actually have a legitimate medical question for you, apropos our mental health discussion we just had about any. About Brown? About, about well, no psychological OCDs. Um, so I, I, have, I have generalized anxiety disorders, mm-hmm. what I was whatever diagnosed with. And I've been taking Lexapro, mm. 10 milligrams a day. I love it. It's been great. Am I going to create holes in my brain? No. Am I going to get no. Alzheimer's? No. No. Zero. <laughs> Definitive. Up, especially a weak, low-dose Lexapro. Is that weak? Weak, weak, weak SSRI, low dose, no way. Okay, what about alcohol? May I have wine? Yes, yes, yes. See, but I've my friends who are also on it were like, my psychiatrist says no alcohol. How much are they on? Maybe uh, same dose, dose 10 or maybe 20. 20. 20 is a significantly higher dose. That's okay. twice. Uh, you might have an issue there. But even okay. there, you'd say once in a while, you know. I don't drink but, a lot, but yeah. no, you're fine. it's not going to make holes in my brain. No, 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 no. Okay. No, where'd you think that Alzheimer's? Idea? Somebody fucking email me and I'm like, Christina, you can't take. Whatever you're taking a drink and that you're gonna get holes in your brain. And I was like, thank you, <laughs> thank you, stranger on the internet for making me no, worried for no, no reason. And, and where did where did we get this idea of holes in the brain? That holes Alzheimer's. In the brain, holes in the brain are called strokes. Oh. So what are they talking about? I was, I was thinking about my friend Mark Gergos the other day. He goes, I, I'm off Splenda because I they convinced me there'd be holes in my brain. I thought, <laughs> I, and I didn't challenge it. I like, I'm so like, what is he talking about? <laughs> like a PET scan where the blood supplies blood flow is down in certain well, areas. That doesn't mean anything. Well, what is dementia? Dementia is lo- neuronal loss, destruction of brain tissue. And is that like a hole, like it's a black hole protein. in your brain? No, it's generalized. Oh. It's a cortical. No holes. God, you and your just science no, speak. No, I know, it's ridiculous. Huh? Okay, I have another question. Right. I want to do that. The, is it called a BRCA test for yes, breast? Yes, we'll do it. Go, go put color.com uh-huh. and send your spit. And they do BRCA as well as 28 others. Okay, now explain to me exactly what this is, the BRCA. BRCA are two, essentially, these are all genes... You know, DNA, right, has to replicate. Mm-hmm, and the replication mm-hmm. process is extre- biochemically, it's a miracle that it happens. I mean, it's so complicated. It has to, has to unwind and snip and backfill. There's all these, these mechanisms that have to work. And it's just proteins following thermodynamics that make it happen. There's no brain there doing it. It's just chemical processes. And, you know, the, the entropy and enthalpy working itself out in these macromolecules. And inevitably, there are mistakes. Yeah. And so there are proteins that are responsible to go back and repair the mistakes because there are always are mistakes. Well, certain of us, me, have an Ashkenazi Jew background. What's your... What's You're your, Ashkenazi? Yeah. So is this one, right? I've got 50%. Right? He's, ah, shit. He's like 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 90%. Yeah, I got you're, five, you're I got one corroded gene. Yeah, no, I'm and, not, and, and I thought I was. I'm not. Okay. So, I wish. So, so Hungarian Jew, common, right? Yeah. Lots of those out here. Uh, so the, some of those repair DNA uh, molecules, or repair molecules, aren't, aren't so good. They aren't so efficient. Uh, so I have something called Lynch syndrome, which uh, is, has associated with GI cancers and things like that. And then BRCA is the one for breast. Okay. So it'll, it's a predictor of whether or not I will likely get it. Is that the deal? Yeah. Again, most of the predictions were done in Ashkenazi Jews, interestingly. That was the original okay. population. But, uh, you know, if you have one of those, they, they give you a geneticist that you'll, you'll meet with at the end oh. if you have any abnormalities at all. They're, it's 200 bucks. That's am- crazy. Isn't that a, what an it's amazing crazy. resource? Ten, five years ago, it would have been $10,000. Of course. It's ridiculous. So I make all my patients do that. It's color.com. Oh, you have patients? Mm-hmm. Really? Medical I ones? Saw a bunch, you see? Uh, yesterday. Really? I didn't so know I talked to a bunch job. on the way in here. That's amazing. Damn yeah. Because I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting very paranoid that I'm 43. People my age are getting all these things, and I've been putting off getting my physical because mm. I'm like, well, I got to move. I got to, I do, yeah, but mm. I'm putting it off because I'm like, I got to move in two weeks. What if I find out I have cancer and then I have to start oh, chemotherapy before I move into the house? I want to make yeah. sure I'm, I'm unpacked before I go into mm. treatment. You Jesus, know? you've already got yourself diagnosed. <laughs> One foot in the grave. Is so. there any cancer in your family? Grandma died of breast cancer. At what age? A 40 something. Oh. Yeah. Mm. My mom just had like minor benign things removed mm. from her breast, mm. but. But I've not had so far. No, no, co- no colon or pancreas or anybody. No, prostate. we're cockroaches. We we're just so. alcoholics who eat sausage and we live and live and live. It's, not, it's my wife's family. But my mom. I was so had... happy to get those genes into my into my <laughs> because they because it so is so resilient. Yeah. Well, my mom died of lymph. Uh, she had lymphoma, non Hodgkin's. Is that gonna? Am I gonna die of that too? Not necessarily. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Can I test for that on color.com? Mm, there are some hematologic things in there. Yeah, yeah. I think there are, but I, I there's no way you have something like that. No. But yeah, I, th- I think they have a couple of those genes in there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just it's and it's and if you're positive, they will test your first degree relatives for fifty bucks. 
Oh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's really neat. It's crazy. Yeah. See, I don't want any of my first degree relatives to live, though. They're not oh, that great. Okay. Well, <laughs> just your kidding. dad you're talking about. I got uh, just my dad. Yeah. I got a couple of good cousins somewhere. Can okay. we ever get your dad in here? Oh, never. He would be so, he would be like, oh, you're going to make fun of me. Like, Nadav, so how, how great would that be? Oh, it would be fantastic I could, if I could interview, I'd interview him very serious. And then, of course, we talk about him afterwards. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would interview him very seriously. I wish. I wish he would. He's not into it. He wouldn't. No. No. So disappointing. I know. I, we should bring your wife in here. I think people sure. want to talk. About oh, yeah, yeah, sure. When you talk medical stuff, do you guys, t do you talk medical to her? And is she like... Not really. Because yeah. well, she's on some of these... We're doing these little streaming things right now where people are already asking medical questions. And her response to I always is, how do you know so much? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because I, I imagine being her so, when I'm listening to you, I'm like, how does this motherfucker know this much? <laughs> how are you keeping your brain healthy? It's thousands of years of training. <laughs> the training is crazy. That, but I will tell you that um, I've had a very unique experience because... I was working both in psychiatric hospital and in medical hospital at the same time and sort of carrying on two careers and seeing lots of things. Like, there's nothing I haven't seen. And so I feel like that kind of experience is not... I, that's why I want to kind of give it back now. I just want to just answer yes. people's questions because there aren't a lot of young physicians trained with all that anymore. No. And uh, it's bothering me. Well, I just think there aren't a lot of people made like you anymore. Like, people that give a shit... You intrinsically care about Yeah, people. I guess so, because I noticed a lot of them are like, oh, eight, five o'clock, got to get out of here. It's yeah. Like, that I don't understand at all. No. Our thing was like, that's that's when we dig in. Let's plan to stay here till midnight. Here we go. Yeah. You're a good American. Thank you. You're a solid citizen. Thank you. Speaking of which, you wanted yeah. to ask me about the political run? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you going to run for president? Zero. None. Why? No. So because I was musing, I was talking about how mobilized I am yeah. emotionally by the, our homeless, our, all of our problems in California. California's a goddamn yeah. mess. And, and I was on Corolla's podcast and I was sort of musing about it. So, you know, I thought, I'm, I think I'm in Schiff's district. Maybe I had to run against Schiff. I just mm -hmm. brought that out. Well, The Hill calls me. You need to do an interview. And I, I don't do print interviews because they always distort it's everything you say. You, yeah. you realize how fake news is when they write a story about you. Oh, yeah. Because they, Phew. oh, it's completely wrong. So I said, look, you transcribe what I say, I'll do it because I'm going to get this. I'm going to say something very clearly to you that I am not running for Congress. She did it. I God bless her. I really appreciated that. And then five other outlets distorted every word. <laughs> it's, it was a great study in fake news. It was really a, incredible. Yes. And every other outlet was, he's running. Yeah. Even though the article was about how I am not running. You're not running. I wish you would, though. But I was in Sacramento a couple of days ago. Gave a talk. and uh, Well, weren't you in the White House? Didn't you talk yeah, to Trump? Yeah, I them. Yeah, they're getting... No, I, I did a little bit with him, but mostly it's his smart people that I'm going to try... They were really trying to... About the homelessness stuff? They're, they're interested. What do we have and to do, Drew? Tell me. We Really? You want to get into this? Yeah. Uh, okay. Because I see these people. Okay. It's, it's an epidemic We in have LA. billions of dollars. We yeah. have billions of dollars. We can't touch these people. The laws prevent us from doing We anything. can't touch these people physically, you're saying? You can't get near Literally. them. You can't treat them. You Why? Can't, unless they say, I need help. I need help. As soon as they say... Mm -hmm. I, I'm fine. I don't want anything. 90% of drug addicts don't get treatment. Do you know why? 80% mm -mm. of the 90% say, I don't need it. Why would I? I'm fine. Relax. Mm. Schizophrenia, bipolar, and, and, and drug addiction causes something called anisognosia, which is a block in the ability to see what, it's a block of insight. Mm -hmm. They can't see what's happening to them. They can't see their illness. So they're, whatever. Whatever, everything's fine. Relax, go, leave me alone. And if you can't, they, and now the law in California privileges anisognosia. If you have anisognosia from dementia, well, now we have to treat you. Right. Why is that? Because we're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> we should, we, because we should have the same approach to any brain disease. If 100%. Brain, if your brain isn't working, that blocks your ability to understand what's happening to you and you deteriorate, we need to help you. And believe me, when they, when they get better, they're pissed mm. that people left them deteriorate on the streets. And the real problem is dementia never gets better. Yeah. It can't get better. It progresses. Schizophrenia, if you get it early, they can really yeah. be helped. Yeah. And if you let it go a long time, it's over. Yeah. There's no coming back. Well, aren't there paternal laws in I mean, California? So, there's a seatbelt law. There's so, taxes on cigarettes. You, Why can't it, we? We were just up there. There's something called uh, Senate Bill 640. To call your congressman, your, your state officials, which was they brought family members up there saying, please expand the definition of, of gravely disabled so we can get mm. a conservatorship and bring our loved ones home. We have money. We have doctors. We have a place for them to live and eat. F you, get out of here. Mm. That's what the state senate said. Get, get, the, get, get out of here. Interesting. And so SB 640, everybody, that needs to be passed. We need to expand gravely disabled. We need to expand conservatorships. We need to mm. modify Prop 47 so my drug addict patients aren't so happy here coming and using because we've made those that legal now essentially here. The, the drug addiction is just 
you just can use. Mm. I mean, look in the streets. It's shooting heroin. So you just wherever you look, they're using. Did you have you been no. downtown lately? No, I haven't. Oh been boy, in it's just it's just wide open in the streets. Oh here. dear. And um, and, and then we have to find some kind of environment for care. We have to some sort of. Where's that? Well, we're gonna have to build them. We need more psychiatric beds. We we've got the money to do it. We just have to do it. So why are they all? Why why are they so? Why is it so visible right now? Like it's, why is it's, that? It's because they they don't belong in the prison either, and right. they've now spilled out of the prison onto the streets. It all started way back with a guy named Robert Felix that convinced President Kennedy to pass the Community Mental Health Act, which closed down all the state hospitals, and no provisions were made for what to do with the people. So they ended up in the nursing homes, the prisons, the streets, and dead. Mm. And now we decided they don't belong in the prisons, but they don't. Yeah, they and don't. And they, they got them out of the prisons, and no right. no plan for what to do with them, let them die in the streets. We're losing three a day in California, one every other day in Sacramento. If this were some other disease state, can you imagine? I know. It'd be, it'd be an outrage. I know. This is, this is a brain it's disease. A, it's a mental illness problem. 100%. A lot of people think it's a homelessness. No. It's like a laziness. It's like oh, these people no, are no, no, not no. lazy. They're disease. mentally ill. Brain diseases. Yes, and it's untreated. They need help. And the fact that we don't treat, we're the only, Washington, Oregon, California, only three states in any country, in any place in the world where they don't treat mental illness. Bananas. It's weird. It's bananas. Yeah, it's bananas, exactly. So anyway, I don't want to get too far down. No, line, I'm glad we're talking about it. You're, you're the only friend I have smart enough to talk about this stuff. Well, I, it drives me crazy. As a physician, I'm watching people die in the streets, and I can't stand it. I know exactly what to do. I know exactly how they can thrive. Ugh. And and I, I, it's literally, you can't imagine that feeling. Because I, I, I spent 30 years dealing with this population. I've treated them forever. So I we just need to open up psych wards and put them We need to have. Of... I think we're going to have to have some sort of community-based, you know, with a centralized treatment center, with community and vocational rehab, and some sort of meaningful cultural existence for them not the old hospitals you know right no, to, no, I know. but we need to have these treatment environments and they, yeah. we've got a hundred thousand of them we need to deal with and some of them are going to need chronic custodial care and they're not going to be able to leave yeah. a, a lot of them uh, not a lot of them but, but a significant percent and then what are we gonna do with you know I, up in sacramento they told me 90 percent are using meth 90 percent and that's a good drug that's what makes people happy and smiley <laughs> run to and, the police yeah. <laughs> light their hair on fire actually, basically you're talking about content creators for your mom's house so i don't want to lose that demographic at all okay those are our top Let's producers see, do we have any videos of do any we, of our people? we do should, we not, can you show us any uh, of my patients <laughs> yeah well let's start with Brittany. don't you think yeah. She could have something right. going on. Yeah, tell us what you think is going on with Britney Spears, Drew. Guys, this is what my Christmas tree looks like this year. When was this? This past Christmas on Instagram. That's pretty. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen here? So let's have Anybody else concerned? Well, anyone... I will say that we are the ones that added in that music because she had something that we can't play. Um, yeah. So other than the music choice, I mean, the rest is real. I, I keep hearing she's trying to get out of her conservatorship, and this is exactly – she's alive and thriving because of this conservatorship. If she gets out of it, it's going to unravel. Mm. Yeah, I'm very fe fearful for her. Mm -hmm. What's going on? She has severe bipolar disorder. Yes, severe. I think so. That's what I heard. Severe. And, and maybe yeah. some substances mixed in there too. Who oh. knows? With all that – I that. don't know. What I mean, is this? Does this go on? This is, well, you know, I follow her on the gram. I'm pretty uh, familiar with <laughs> a lot of it is like, look at me. I look really hot today. Look at me exercising. But does she think she's just doing promotional little videos? Probably. Like she used to be able to do when she was 22 kind of thing? Pro yes. Yeah. Which I feel bad for her, right? Yeah, of I mean, course. she's like, you know, like she's still a beautiful woman and, and yeah. she just does not look well. Doesn't look. <laughs> does she look well to you? Here's the thing is that I, I follow her a lot. So this is the norm for her. Like, I feel like. It's not that outrageous because I'm I follow her. Does so I'm like, ever, this is normal for her. Does she ever get off the rails before? <laughs> um, no, okay, no. Yeah, this is right, this sure. is it. This is like the bit. This is this is the high end of the world. All right, maybe spectrum. she just thinks she's doing promotion. It's yeah, just, it's just, it's just she's always modeling. You know, it's fine. And that's her whole life. I know. I know. I am gonna. I am gonna. I'm a fan. I like her. I think she's great. Now, what about this guy? Uh oh. Uh, one more cover for today, so I'm going to sing uh, Give Me More by Britney originally, a cappella with no music in the background, just me. I'm good at this song. So oh, yeah, I can see it's it good. It should be fine, I hope. I know it's going to be good. It is. I totally know it's going to be good, too. This is a cool dude. With this crazy cool mess. Yeah, cool. It is cool. It's Britney, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I see you, <laughs> and I just want to dance with you. <laughs> 
Every time they turn the lights down Ooh. Just wanna go the extra mile for you Public display of affection Ooh, feels like no one else in the room Oh, we can get down like there's no one around They keep on rocking, keep okay. on rocking You got it? Rocking. I feel like I'm you get it? it? I'm having a very strange thought Yeah, you like it? I do like it I like it too, I like actually it. All right, Nadav, we've got it, thank he, you he, It makes me wonder who David Bowie would have been become if he were alive today? Isn't that yeah? Like what would he what would he have morphed into if he had a phone that he did all kinds of weird stuff in front of all day? <laughs> you know what I mean? You think Bowie would have gone that far off? I think he might have gone further because really? he was all about being outrageous and yes, crazy, and he might have spun out. You think so? Because as it end? was, he couldn't really, he couldn't really, no, it was during the Iggy Stardust days. Oh, yes, yeah, Iggy, yeah, Iggy Stardust, Iggy Stardust right. yeah. If he couldn't do his thing until he got out on stage. That's Here, right. he'd be morphing and oh, morphing and getting saying. feedback and pushing the envelope. And That's he'd have to compete true. with guys like that. That's true. And who knows? Creatively leaps and bounds. Because he does remind me, actually, it's a very punk ethic. He kind of reminds me of, you know, Richard Hell? No. And the Voidoids, that old, that old like, 80s early punk goth, goth, goth. no punk punk strictly punk richard hell but liked by the goth community i like him <laughs> I, like he could he could have done that as a punk version i like it okay keep going wild animals oh this is insanity so there's uh -oh. this epidemic of lunatics who are into petting wild animals we played a clip oh of i this. saw that woman that went into the zoo and got a lion pet a, pet a well lion there was a woman who was getting her mouth licked open by, by this what well, we saw Did that you see that yeah shit? yeah well, yeah oh, now here's richard my, hell. my dog's always Spoiler. trying to lick my mouth and now i know why <laughs> there's richard hell okay up 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 the pink see okay he looked like that this guy yeah uh, yeah and that. the voidoids this is similar to richard think hell. of what he would have become I if know. you were around today this is concerning me <laughs> it, it's concerning me because it's like these, these cool guys don't have a chance. These cool guys, <laughs> right? Chance? What do you mean they don't have? It all makes me feel bad. You see? It makes Why me do you feel bad. bad for them? They don't know that they're being crazy. They don't know. He thinks he's rocking out. He thinks he is Richard Hell. But so let it ha let him have it. Sure, he can have it. Is it Denny Denny Kruger? Denny Kruger for That's sure. Denny Kruger Denny for Kruger -esque. sure. Denny Kruger esque, yeah. Denny Kruger stuff. So petting wild animals. Yeah. What do you oh, got, yeah. Native? Okay, so you saw you saw the the the, the wild wolf. wolves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now we have some other like, people like that befriending mm -hmm. crazy animals. So tell us what's wrong with these people and or animals. Oh Jesus! Well, this is this is. What the hell? Would you do that? No. So we're watching. But why does it have to be a? Why do we have to have all the cleavage and stuff? Well, it's a, it's that, a fetish. Is, this is a fetish thing? Alligators and cleavage is a fetish? Yeah. So for those of you just oh listening. Oh, my God. There's a fetish for everything. A woman in like a titty leotard, and she's like playfully petting a crocodile. It's not just, it's, it's not it's petting. Massaging. It's sort of massaging. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, how much money to do that? Like, how much would you take? Me? Yeah. I, you put, we put you in the leotard. No, thank you. And then you pet the croc. No, no. Not going to happen. This bitch is so dumb. That that she's gonna, she's gonna get that part that's hanging down there chopped off. Hell yeah! By the alligator. How much do you wish that would happen in this video? <laughs> I wish. What's wrong with people? Why do they do that? What's wrong with you that you wish you'd have her <laughs> boobs bitten off? What's wrong with you? Is there more petting crazy animals? I want that crocodile oh, snapper tits. Jesus. Oh, there you go. The bear. What the fuck, man? Oh no. Yeah, look at this asshole hugging a bear. You've heard. Uh, Bert's bear story, right? Of course, the, the whole world has. Yeah. Oh, the marshmallow. This reminds me of that. Hey, look at this guy. Look at him. Which I was going to say, if we get my wife in here, we got to get Leanne and you and everybody in here. Oh, all the wives yeah, yeah. of these lunatics. Look at this lunatic. Why don't you just do a wives of show? Just, you just take over the whole That's a thing great there. idea. I think we should do wives of. Look at this guy. What kind of mental illness does he have? I mean, is he a bear, like, trainer? Enthusiast? Yeah, he's a no. certain enthusiast. He's just some crazy guy. No. Like he's biting his leg. Come on. Oh, my God. He knows what he's doing. Have you ever encountered a bear? It's a, you see how big they are? I know. Big, how big are their penises, bears? I don't know. It's kind of the, there's Sometimes these big animals don't have big penises. Like, what? Like gorillas don't have... They're very small penises. Seriously? Mm -hmm. What's mm -hmm. that all about? What do you think? 
Let me ask you this. Do you think a man's penis size is uh, proportionate to his tallness, his height? No. And his hand size? Hands, yes, to some extent. Wait a minute. You just blew open a debate Tom and I have been having for a height, height, decade. No, but, but hands, to not ex not a one-to-one -one correspondence, but some correspondence. Go ahead. Large, thick, you know, soft tissue in the hands. Is that your, your Big dong. Probably. Yeah. High probability. Reasonable probability. Have you done an analysis of um, the races and their penile sizes? An analysis? Study? Like, have you done an elaborate study? I, I, Are I, the I, myths true? Do Asian men have smaller penises? Do African-American uh, men have... I just know uh, my buddy, uh, Ken Jong. <laughs> so, oh, I love Dr. Ken. So that's... He's going to be on the show, too. Oh, good. Uh, that's an N of one where it looks like pretty good as there's a certain amount of uh, micropeni involved with that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, I played football, and there was there was sort of a little survey going on during during high school football. Okay. And the uh, African American men, yeah, generally, not exclusively, but generally. Wow, what's that all about? But there's plenty of white dudes that are that have big dongs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I've seen those Jews, <laughs> Jewish boyfriends, Hungarians. What? Hungarians. I don't know about that. I never boned a Hungarian guy. No. 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 Okay. Let, let's go somewhere else. I You're want, actually getting uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I want you to do an elaborate study on this. I do not want to do, do a study which on Which race has side. the biggest penis? I, I don't. I Why don't. not? I dedicate your life's work to this. And who was telling me? Oh, Kate Kennedy sat right yes. here. Yes. Oh, I love Kate Kennedy. Kate was awesome. Uh, and she was saying that we, what we, we were looking at some African-American porn or something. What, what were we looking at, Nadav? And she goes, hey, be very careful with that stuff because it, because it perpetuates this myth of the black male as the sexual predator. Oh, she was saying that she doesn't like to do interracial porn that has a premise that's kind of racist. Yeah, and, and I thought, boy, she is on to something because there was the re the reconstruction period in this after the Civil War for a hundred years, horrible, horrible, horrible things were done to black men in the name of that myth. Mm. You know what I mean? They, like that's where lynching came from and stuff. Oh, because they had big peeners? No, that they were accused of uh, having sex with white women. Oh, and right, stuff. yes. Really just, I mean, so I thought, wow, that's a really, really good point. So you're saying that my study would somehow be considered inherently racist it could, and it insensitive? It could, that's weird. Well, the insensitive <laughs> goes without saying. But but it could potentially huh. perpetuate some, some huh. stereotypes. Some positive really stereotypes about <laughs> African-American men. Okay, I got it. All right. So Whatever. I have a question for you. Is it normal to use the same tissue all day long? Yeah. Is that the yeah, question? Yeah. Well, when I'm sick and I'm just blowing clear snot, I will use the same tissue all day and I'll like I'll blow my nose, crunch it in the pocket. Oh, my nose is runny. Pull out the same snot rag. It's now crunchy. Kind of unravel it. Blow That's okay. It. My, my problem yeah. with it, when you really have runny nose, it gets yeah. wet. It gets so... Yeah. But it, it just kind of mush you're, it around my hands. It. Fine. Don't you do what my wife does, which is hides it in the <laughs> cushions <laughs> and un just under the bed no, under the bed sheet I don't know so every day oh, no. it looks like some grandma lives in our house <laughs> with the, like the contents of a Kleenex box uh, jammed into the uh, between the cushions on the couch that's inhumane that's not fair I and, keep and I then keep every, it to myself if I make my bed I, I have to like I'll go on a spelunking expedition uh, for the teen tissue under the bed uh, yeah, so nasty thank you can I ask a, a here's another stupid question I feel like picking my nose can give me a worse, like like one time I was it sick. It irritates your nose, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like one time I was sick with like a clear snot sickness mm. and then I was aggressively picking my nose and it turned into a green snot sickness and I had to get mm. antibiotics. Did I make myself no, sicker? I don't think so. I mean, you can introduce stuff with your finger, obviously, but I don't think so. I think yeah, like picking your nose just introduces there, there's a, stuff There's there. a real problem in this world today mm. where people are A, reasoning from conclusion, Right. Oh, okay. What does that mean exactly? It means like, you know what the outcome is and you want to reason backwards to the causation. Yes. Okay. And also seeing association and inferring causation. Oh, I love happens this smart all speak. The, happens idea. all the time. Now. Yes. There's no causal relation, but right. you, you put I, one there. What did my wife tell you that day? I was like, oh my God, there is zero causal relation here. <laughs> she was saying, oh, she goes, <laughs> she goes, whenever the dogs shake their head, you know, like, like when, yeah. they, when they wake up, what's the first thing the dog does? Yeah, they shake it off. They shake it off. Yeah. It means they need to pee. No. <laughs> well, what's the first thing we do when the yeah. dog wakes up? We take him outside and have of them course, pee. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so that means the shaking is she has to pee. How cool, yeah. Uh, and there's a case of the superstitious pigeon. You ever heard this case? No. So Skinner boxes, right? Yeah, they're, BF, they're BF Skinner. BF Skinner. The famous behaviorist Tortured children. Well, yeah. he was an idiot in certain respects. Sure. But, but um, 
I read Walden Pond to try to see what he was up to, and it's very bizarre. So he had these boxes where he would teach pigeons to go through certain maneuvers to get a food, a piece of food, mm -hmm. a reward. Mm -hmm. And they would learn these dance steps to do, and then a piece of corn would come down. Well, one box, he just had the corn just randomly dropping down. And mm. the pigeons would develop these elaborate, really elaborate rituals because they thought they, if they got it right, they now can influence the food coming down. Uh -huh, and they, uh -huh. were, they would repeat these very elaborate rituals that had no relation to what was <sighs> happening with the food. So we do that as humans all the time. Otherwise, the world is chaos, though. Don't we have to find patterns and causal relationships? That's a, that's a different thing. Where our, our prontal cortex always does that. This is more of a behavioral manifestation mm. of uh, random reinforcement. We start. We're oh. just superstitious. We become the superstitious pigeon. Oh. We're superstitious. We might do certain rituals, like with our with our with our anxiety disorder. Yes. And I share that with yes, you. Yes. 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 We got like, always the low CD goes along with oh. that too, right? Yeah. You know, I have I, I develop new ones and silly ones. For instance, you and I are both Howard Stern fans. I can't listen to the Howard Stern show in the morning without listening to the the intro music, the Rob Zombie song. <laughs> I have to start it right at Rob Zombie, and then when he says, "Hey now, hello," like I, hey now, I have to hear hey him now. doing it. Otherwise, I can't listen to the Stern show. Well, what's gonna happen? It's not, it's not as satisfying for me. The world will fall apart. The control. Right. Yeah. It's, right. all, gonna come to pieces. it's all there. Do we have any voice messages? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have a couple for you. Okay. Wait. So my tissue use, I'm not going to make myself mm, sicker over no. the long. It's already been introduced, that bacteria. Yeah. You're just. Shit. No, okay. Yeah, you're fine. Am I insane? Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, buddy. Um, I'm just calling to ask why I poop so much. <laughs> I know any. Christina, thanks you. Poop very much and you know maybe once a month maybe <laughs> none during the month but i seem to push out her <laughs> at least three to four times a day and Whoa. in my morning poops my turds are kind of thin and scraggly sometimes i look to see if they are like tapeworms yeah or anything like that shut the fuck up I, sometimes <laughs> i just wonder if i'm actually pooping out tapeworm. just yeah. let me know so you're a little too preoccupied with poop. See, I, I'm more concerned about guys like that than somebody like Annie. Stop Wait, it. Yes, Wait, I am. Stop, what? That's a yes. lot. The, the pooping multiple times a day and preoccupying about it, to me, that's unhealthy. It I, is. I he, should, to... he should take more bulk. He should go once a day and not worry about it. If you crap out a, what's called a proglottid, which is a piece of a tapeworm, trust me, you won't miss that. Well, what does it look like? Does it look uh, like a worm? Put a proglottid up. <laughs> Show me proglottid. <laughs> Tapeworm proglottid. Because what is that thin, scraggly dump? We've all had that. It it's looks like a worm. Just not in bulk. Just not in bulk. And by oh. the way, you're pushing it out. No pro. <laughs> there you go. Uh, picture. Oh. picture. Photo. Uh. Photo. Not uh. diagram. Photo. Uh. Oh, that's a dog that's tapeworm. Yeah. Uh. Could you say uh, Google? There, that's... Uh, Google photo of... Yeah, aren't we looking at images? Uh. Proglottid, the tapeworm is a segmented worm, so the segments are called proglottids, and they can, you crap those out. Uh, Basically, so you would know. a big chunk of tapeworm, essentially. And uh, that, like one of those things, like one of those, Fuck. see that deck, like one of those would come out of you. Ugh. And yeah, that's good, huh? And uh, yeah, diphilobothrium latum, that's called. Diphilobothrium, it is the big tapeworm. It's a common one, too. And How do you it's get eggs uh, eating pork and beef that's contaminated. And the real problem is that you can get something called tinea. Um, excuse me. Um, gosh darn it. We used to see it all the time where you get tapeworm eggs, like sort of uh, the pro with the progenitors, the larva getting to your brain. Stop it. Yeah, it's called cystocercosis. Oh, for God's Look sake. Look up cystocercosis. Please don't. C-S-C-Y-S-T-E-R. So is it just a miracle cystocercosis. that a miracle nothing's we, wrong? It's a miracle we live from one day to the other. That's the thing as a physician, you realize cystocercosis. What, what, what no, no, I... no. C-E-R. The same one word, sister, cercosis, C-E-R. There it is. Uh, there it is. Uh, all larva in the brain. There it is. And we used to see that all the time. What do you mean all the time? Where? Amongst homeless people? Homeless and also uh, uh, some of the immigrants coming up from Central America. Oh, we used to see a lot. God. What do I do? What can I do so that nothing like this happens to me? As it's a, it's unbelievable. Go to yourcolor.com and to, to, okay. to see if you have any, any genetic potential sure. for some biological sort of weaknesses. Okay. And it's just, a, that's why, you know, we have textbooks stacked to the ceiling of all the shit that can happen to us, right? Oh, I mean, it's a miracle that we get on from but, one day to the next. But I'm saying like diet and exercise, yeah, check, yeah. check, veggies, yeah, eat my yeah. veggies. Eat your veggies. You're basically saying there's nothing Turns I can do. Turns out meat's not so bad. Meat's back on yeah. the, back on the, Cow. carbs may be more the problem. Than, yeah. Than I, hey. 
I'm pretty much on a paleo primal diet. Good. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, very low carb. I I do my, I do my elliptical machine. You're losing weight too, aren't you? Yes. Good for you. Yes. I drink my Cardi B tea. I drink tea all day. She's my favorite. She's my fucking favorite. (laughs) (laughs) What does she do? What does she do? She was talking. Yeah, she does that. Did you hear her stalking on her, talk, speaking on Stern about her fat ass? I love her. I love her. I didn't, no, no, no. Wait, her interview was a while ago. No, it was one of her Instagram posts. Oh. They <laughs> They're too funny. But in fact, her one about Uncle Sam was my favorite of all time. I don't remember that Can one. we pull it? Look up, like look up Cardi B taxes Uncle Sam. And <laughs> will we be able to get sound out of this? That we'll be able to hear? Yeah. I like when she's like, these jeans are too tight. <laughs> I'm gonna get a fucking there it is. yeast infection. She's great. Oh, they don't have the whole thing. Uh, she's so good. Yeah. Uh, she's she's smart. Of, I don't think we'll be able to find uh, it. It's, it's a huge, it's a, uh, it was Instagram, I think. All you basic bitches. <laughs> All right, here's a, here's a spicy semen question. My girlfriend oh. says that my semen has a spicy taste and it burns her mouth and throat after she gives me a blowjob. Also burns inside her vagina if I dump oh. <laughs> And we have poets. Our guys are, our, our emails are poets. I'm a 23-year-old male. I don't smoke, I don't drink, don't use drugs. I work out, eat healthy, plenty of water. I usually have one small cup of coffee in the morning. Why would it taste that way? Why do you think I could do to fix the taste of my white? Or maybe I should just accept <laughs> it and use my sperm in, as an exotic salad dressing. No, thanks. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, when women complain that there's burning, uh, vaginal burning after uh, ejaculation, usually that is atrophic vaginitis or a yeast um, infection. Uh, it's something oh. causing an irritation of the lining of the vagina. But she says that she gets in her mouth too. It wants me to wonder if she has yeast, like oral in thrush. In the mouth, also. thrush. Very weird. Um, it burns her mouth, he yeah, says, if she yeah. just doesn't like the taste of it. Spicy taste, and it burns her mouth. Well, that's, I yeah. I don't have a good explanation it's for HIV, that. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend sent me an article about testicles having taste receptors. Did you ask me about this? I heard. No, I did not, but I've heard this. Who asked me about this? Someone did on Ennies. I think it was Ennies okay. episode, uh, right? That, that can detect sweet flavors. Also, <laughs> testicles and anuses can detect savory taste of um- umami. Is it true that testicles and anus have taste buds? Well, a, well, anuses do not, but rectums absorb things so quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Richard Christie can taste beer. Correct. <laughs> because it's absorbed so quickly, it gets to the mouth. You t- the tongue so gets still something. in your bloodstream, and you can yeah. taste it. And so I, it makes sense to me that the rectal exposure would. Testicles are pretty porous. It's very, very oh. tiny, very, very light layer of skin there. So it makes sense to me that something could get through. Somebody said soy sauce. Could get through. Did I, I have this conversation here? Not with it was here. I think it was yeah. with any. I'm telling okay. you, unless what what is testicle skin equivalent to on my body? Is it the same as my um, vaginal external skin? Labia my labium. It's the same skin, yeah. But it, they're stretched out, right? Because mine. In, in, oh, mine are really stretched no, no, no. out. Oh. <laughs> ours, are, ours are stretched. <laughs> Two ours, babies, Drew. Ours and uh, and we have it's, it's surrounded by something that you don't have called the dartos tunic. Which is one of my favorite anatomical structures. The Darthos tunic. Yes. <laughs> Should have been what they called Darth How Vader. How do you remember this? Uh, and the Darthos, the Darthos tunic Dartos. is what gives the the wrinkly appearance. Let's see the Darthos tunic. Oh, there it is. There can, it is. Can he? Can you highlight it for us? Uh, uh. No. There it is. Uh, male parts are not as pretty as my parts. No, they're not, are they? They're not aesthetically as pleasing or symmetrical as a vagina, I would say. But I don't know. It's a matter of taste, I guess. No dark Those are ovaries outside of your body. Weren't those ovaries at one point and then they drop into testes? Correct. Oh, here's my vag. I wanted to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Since I've had two children, mm-hmm. what's the fatty patch on my pubic bone called? You know, a fupa. Yeah, is that what that is? It's like meteor since I've had two children. Is that just because I'm fatter? Is that just fat? Will um, that go away when I lose did weight? Did you have a C-section? No, vaginal births. Hmm. It's just generally meteor down there. I'm like, what? Yeah, above the pubic bone. On the pubic bone. On the pubic above, bone. Right. Like well, the pubic bone does a lot of stretching and stuff, so oh. that whole area gets kind of torn up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ravaged. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, but, it's worth it. But they it. can do a little lipo in there, no problem. Oh, <laughs> can you lipo your the? I'm your, sure you could. Your pubis. Well, you're talking about. Are you talking Mom's about pubis? right? Look at look Google. Between, Google you're talking about between the the. 
superior portion of the vagina and the pubic bone. I'm like not right talking. Okay, so there's the undercarriage. There's all your meat and cheese of your veg. Yeah, yeah. There's the the pubic right that bone. Yeah. I'm talking like up here. On top of the bone. The meaty. Yeah, top of yeah, the bone. Yeah, it's meatier yeah, than yeah. it was. That's, that's normal? Mm, that's just being, being old? It's also what Ouch. pregnancy did. Pregnancy. Oh, pregnancy. Pregnancy yeah. and delivery just really. God, it's traumatic. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I gave birth to my second child, it looked like there was a water balloon, like a whoopee cushion hanging out of my vagine. Before. After I delivered Julian, my second baby. After you delivered him. After delivery. And I was like, what is this? It looked like, it just like I said, a whoopee cushion hanging out of me. Yeah. And my so bladder. Yeah. My doctor your takes one look. Out. He goes, oh, it's just your bladder. It'll it'll go back eventually. I was like, uh-huh. What? Can you give me a tighter ETA? Then so, eventually. So all that, that's because it's all torn. Yeah, all that torn apart. So the bladder falls down into the vagina. Yeah. And that changes the the sort of the way the bladder works then because it's not at its usual yes. angle. And all those muscles have been really damaged. That's how why every time you jump on a trampoline, you pee. Yeah. Is there any, I mean, I don't want to have kegels, surgery. Kegels. I do kegels. It's, it's gotten a lot better, actually. Yeah, kegels. Surgery, I, I'm not a fan of the surgeries. Neither am I. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Don't care yeah. that much. Kegels, very good. 40-year-old straight women, I have a question about sexual fetishes. From a very young age, I've had a fetish about, that involves being fed and gaining weight. So feeders. Oh, no. I get it. Both the men and there's men that like to feed and women that like to be fed. Love it. Jeez. I would weigh 1,000 pounds easily. <laughs> don't you love to eat? I do, but I don't like the whole... It gives me the creep, this whole phenomenon. Yeah, it's not sexual for me. Yeah. Uh, problem is I've never entertained the idea of acting these fantasies out. I'm a gym rat. And I'm a fitness professional in real life. Oh. Oh, she goes the other way. It's interesting. <laughs> I would be disgusted if I actually gained weight. So is there a way to get rid of the fetish? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, the way some of these funny things work is if you go into therapy and really form a very deep emotionally focused connection with uh, a therapist, these weird the, you know, when you change your, your emotional landscape, the te plates kind of shift. Mm. Things shift around and things you used to think or feel just don't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I did lots and lots of therapy and anxieties I used to have and preoccupations. That I just, they just go away. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it, and as I was going through the work, it, it felt like things were just shifting in ways that are hard to, hard to describe. Yes, it's like trying to describe though, a dream or something. Right, like you get healthier and your brain just doesn't operate the same way anymore. Yeah, you don't have to think about not doing it. It just Correct. doesn't do it. It just falls away. Yeah, it just falls away. Like right. the other day I was in the car and I had this impulse to panic for no reason. And then I immediately went, well, there's nothing to panic about. What are you mm -hmm. doing? It's an old behavior. It was an old There's a certain behavior thing. associated with panic too. Oh. Like a lot of people panic. A lot of people's panic is triggered by something. Uh -huh. Like a sound or a taste or something. And all of a sudden they'll have it. Mm-hmm. So that whole anxiety panic thing sucks. Yeah, it's a drag, but um, I, was that you? That was me. I was thinking it because, yeah. Cause what I, are you thinking about? What are you suffering over? The OCD you part you can, put, you can put to use, right? Yeah. But the panic, anxiety part is just, ugh. It's, a, it's, an, it's a waste. It's a waste of, it's a waste of time. Mm. And I freaking, like, I, I hate getting into it that, that, when you're in that much. Does having kids become evocative for you? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you're not doing it right if it's not right. It's yeah. it's got to trigger every fucking issue you've ever had with your own pa child parent relationships yes. and stuff. Um, it's calmed down a lot for me. The first year is the hardest. That was mm. my most triggering. Is when my children are infants. Mm. Mm. Now that my older son's four, I'm like, woo! I yeah, love yeah. it. Yeah, it's I fun. love it. So once they're out of that, you know, oh god, are you dying? Are you falling yeah. over? Phase. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Oh, you're a person now. You can talk. We can do this as people. Fine. So I don't fucking know. Uh, can I ask you another medical question? Mm -hmm. Alcohol. Mm -hmm. How fucking horrible is alcohol for you? It's not good for you. Yeah, like I feel it's like it's only, really bad. It, it uh, damages your brain above certain levels, certainly. If like more than a glass of wine, you're, you're working in the wrong direction with your brain. Uh, it is the only commonly used substance that is a carcinogen to almost every tissue in your body. Meaning cancer. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just poison. Mm -hmm. It's not poison, but it's it's not good for you. Yeah. And we yet we all like are relating to it. Yeah. It's weird, it's isn't it? It's socially acceptable to drink that stuff. And what about CBD? Are we going to find out in 10 years that this is the next thing that's going to give us cancer or whatever? I CBD don't oils think and such. So, I I I, I'm more concerned that it might have some sort of long-term effects we don't anticipate and people are using it regularly on, oh. your, on your brain, like oh. panic or something. Right. I took it and it screwed up my sleep. 
but a lot mm. of people take it and it helps her sleep like crazy. Yeah, I like it for sleeping. Yeah, and uh, Susan took it and got panic attacks the next day. Oh, yeah, I, I took, I accidentally took um, the highest possible THC dose. Oh. Like I was, I thought it was no biggie and I was like, uh, like I took <laughs> a vial and then Tom came home four hours later. I was dead asleep. I went to go pee. I came back and I was having rolling panic attacks Hell until yeah. the sun came out. Oh. And... I, I thought I was having a stroke because uh, I had forgotten that four hours earlier. Because is that how long it can take? Mm. To, yeah, orally. Or, yeah, mm. that's how long it takes. I, I couldn't put the things together. I was like, there's no way. This is four hours ago I took this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, I was, THC, I'm afraid. I've done, I, I, that's one thing. That's the thing that scares me about THC is panic. Oh, yeah. I'm horrible on drugs. Yeah. I'm never even, t I took LSD twice, both times. Panic, 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 bad trip. It's not for me. Yeah. I'm a control person. I can't yeah. do it. Right? Did <laughs> yeah. you smoke pot? You don't seem I, like. Yeah, yeah. I tried in college and it was just, I didn't like it. It's not for you. I just didn't like it. And, they, and I was with a bunch of stoners on my floor and they're like, you're not doing it right. Here, yeah. do more. Yeah. Worse. It was Way terrible. Worse. Why yeah. worse? Or what do you do to unwind? So, what does Dr. Uh, Drew do to have fun? I, I can get, I can unwind very quickly. Really? Oh, yeah. You turn off the work brain uh, yeah, yeah. what do you do what do you and, like uh, just hanging out watching tv or just hanging hanging with the wife yeah, yeah you guys what do you watch what are your shows oh, love boat <laughs> the love boat which we've literally have been watching lately. really it's a it's great like, show it's like watching a car accident <laughs> like i can't believe this is on tv i can't believe it yeah. oh my god look at mark Harmon. yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah I like Julie. Julie had a cocaine problem ah, in real life. Remember that? I did not know that. Captain Stubing. I, I had a crush on Gopher. He was my one of my first TV crushes. Wow. Him and the Fonz. I loved Gopher. I was obsessed because so, he was the goofy guy. Yeah, he was cool dude. What do you like about the love boat? Nothing. It was like a car accident. <laughs> no, we watch... Um, uh, well, I, yeah, I like Killing Eve and I like... Have Killing, you seen Killing Eve? Eve? Oh, what is dude. That? I, didn't I, I assign you that? Oh, fuck. This is a million years. I, I had like a baby at the time. Killing Tell Eve. Tell me what to watch. It's about psychopathy. Oh, Christ. You're going to love it. Do Where you do watch, I find uh, this one? Uh, Killing Eve is... Uh, I iTunes? You can probably find it on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, you do like Succession? N no. Huh? Wait, yeah. is that a royalty show? It's about family with a bunch of money. Okay. It's good. It's on HBO. Okay. Um, Fleabag? I, mean, I can't get in. Yeah. That's that one was, took good. a while. It's not funny for uh, me. No, but that's what you do. You guys watch TV. Yeah. You don't take pot. You drink yeah. alcohol. A little bit. What do you like to drink? Well, because I'm on this carb-free diet, I drink oh, yeah. bourbon. Oh, and that's that's a cheat drink, eh? Yeah, and I can't. It hurts my stomach. I don't I like bourbon. Much of it if I'm on a low-carb diet, what drink should I drink? <laughs> bourbon. Oh. I I vodka, you know. Vodka. Yeah. No, why? Because it's made from... These are no carb. None of these have any oh carbohydrates. No yeah. car. I gotta write that shit down. Yeah. Okay. Waka, why with the W? Wotka. No, that's a V. Don't look at my drawing. Don't look at my drawing. All right. Go. Anything else out there? Voices? Any voice message? Yeah, we got we got a couple more. All right, let's hear it. Hi, Doctor Drew. My name is Hannah. I'm 26 years old. Um, I have a prescription for Ativan. Mm. Um, I I have anxiety and OCD. Mm. Um, like I've been in therapy for 11 years, mm -hmm. and. I will sometimes um, drink on it in the evening if I take it at like maybe 10 or so in the morning. Um, sometimes I will have like some wine at maybe like five or six, sometimes even later. Um, usually it's at least eight hours since I took it. Okay, um, okay, okay. I don't know. I read that it was the 12 hour uh -huh. half life. Um, yeah. But I'm just wondering if that's um, you're fine. dangerous. No, you're or fine. If it, you know, it's you're a fine. big deal. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> don't drive a car. Don't drive a car. That's all. Just don't drive a What's car. the concern? Because I was worried too. Can I take my Lexapro in the morning and have a glass That's of a wine at That's a very different night? kind of medication. What's Ativan? Ativan is a benzodiazepine like Valium and it's and alcohol oh. works through the same system and so it can be highly sedating the two together. Mm. So you mm. don't want to operate machinery. You don't want to drive a car. Gotcha. But that's about it. Unless you're an addict then you don't want to be on either of them. Right. All right. One more. Hey, Drew. Uh, this is Jason from New York. Uh, sometimes when I go to the bathroom, my bowel movements would be a, a light green or Thank a dark goodness. green color. Uh, I used to have this once every while. Is this normal? I, I think it is. I know someone else that also had it. Uh, let me know, please. Like Thanks. Like they're sharing it. Uh, I love you have it. green shit too, your green bowel movements? Oh, I've had green bowel movements. Yeah, it's like spinach. Like you had too much kale or something that day. It's just, it's all the color, you know, all the brown stuff is all from bile. Bile. Yeah, oh, so. right. Baby turds mm -hmm. are like that. Mm -hmm. So wait, what is that? Is that wrong? Is that bad? It's fine. Nothing. It's a nothing. Don't preoccupy about your shit. It's just it, your body. Remember, 
From your mouth to your anus is outside your body. I know you said that to any, and I was, yeah. I've was i been thinking about it ever since. It's a tube that goes from your mouth to your anus, and it's all outside your body. Now, the small bowel, it's a little more complicated and stuff, but the, 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 the colon the, the, the large is just a giant tube. That, well, all of it, everything's outside your body, from your mouth to your anus. Oh, just wow. a big old long tube. It's blowing me and away, it, it's, if, That's why if you get a puncture of your bowel, yeah. like your appendix ruptures, or you get a stab wound or a gunshot wound, you're in real trouble because all that stuff that's outside your body, all that stool, gets into your light leaking your in peritoneum, there. and then you get infection, and then you got problems. So, what's your new stand-up gonna be like? Well, I'm going deep on motherhood. I'm saying some shit that bitches haven't been saying for centuries. Wow. I don't know why women lie. They're like, it's the best job in the world. Like, oh, no, they mm, all want to no, kill their not. child. Yeah. They, they all want to do it. Yeah. And I'm, they, I'm, they all have fantasies about killing the children. Right. <laughs> like, well, I don't want to kill them. Any, I mean. When they're young. When, when they're, they're super when they're overwhelmed, little. You're like, when they're overwhelmed. There's no going back. Yeah. So I think really about those dark feelings and. And how mom still is, unfortunately, the center of the universe when the it baby. comes to kids. For the baby, they can't. They, it's just the way it is. It's just the fucking way it is. Yeah. And this whole idea of equality is bullshit because there's still billboards saying, don't forget to be a dad today. So, hello, there's, there's yeah. this. You, the dad, dad could do his best and could yeah. do a lot, yeah. but he cannot substitute for mom. A hundred percent. And there's wonderfulness and, and yet, to that. But, it's but not the, all bad. Right. But I, I, you know, I have gay friends that have raised kids and stuff and they're, and they're great kids. No, no, no. They're great kidding. kids. <laughs> no, they're That's great, wrong. <laughs> great kids. So, so yeah. clearly you, this, yes, you can, yes, you can, but, but when the baby has a mom, that baby wants that mom. Oh, tell me about and it. I haven't it. taken a dump alone in four years. Like yeah. they don't let you do anything. Yeah. It's weird. And I've always said the part that they don't tell you about is that the child, once they're out, put a hose into your soul and just yes. suck it right out yeah. <laughs> and just continually do that every yes. day. And I, I, I just felt so bad for my wife. And there's nothing, there's no interference I could do to make that stop. Well, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's significantly unfair being as I'm all for equality of the genders. And you're like, this is the one thing my husband doesn't get in terms can't of like- do it. He can't do it, but he also doesn't, I don't think, understands the level of sacrifice that the oh, woman I fucking I goes through. I get it. I, I think, it, I think yeah. it's important that we acknowledge it and talk about it because, yeah. and there's another piece to it too. If you then try to work, you oh. feel immense loss and guilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you, and, you're, it's, and, you, yes. and you literally, your motivational system say, go back. Oh, yeah. You got to go back. And so you feel terrible trying to get away. Oh, it's yeah. It's a really awful burden that women have. Oh, yeah. When you're there, you're sometimes resentful you feel like you're falling behind you feel like you're whatever your identity your goes gone, gone. Yeah. yeah and then when you're, you're away you're guilty as fuck and and you yeah, know i i think Ugh. we need to talk much more realistically about that and so I all agree. we can do as men is interfere by doing like activities we come in and we yeah. start stimulating which fucks everything up for you guys <laughs> because then the children are all spun and you know and they won't go to sleep and but yeah. that's the only kind of interference we can really do but i think like, but like i said what really bothers me is the myth of equality and i think the women's movement we've tried to like do as much but the, the truth of it is it's fucking mom and mom gets blamed when the kid becomes a serial killer it's mom's fault mom becomes that, that's I mean, always the boy horrible. Becomes a millionaire. That, it's mom's. That's mom. horrible. It's that. fucking mom. But uh, you should. But anyways, read, read Megan Dom's book. What is it? Uh, Megan uh, Dom. D a u m. The problem with everything. <laughs> and she's she's about your age, I think, maybe a little older, and she's uh, just trying to struggle with fourth wave feminism. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like being it. I think you get material from it. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. steal this bitch's thoughts. Yeah. You got <laughs> so. it. Uh, but I, I am also very traditional in a lot of ways. I'm a feminist, but I also like we kind of live a traditional life, well, the, you know. The, the, but the problem right now is that we are not allowed to talk about what's real biologically mm. in the human experience. And if we don't, we'll if we don't, it. if we don't talk about what is, how can we, how can we get to what ought? Well, you know, we got to change what is to what we'd like it to be. But first, we have to talk about what is so we can try to figure out how to move it in the direction we like to go. But but there is no gender. Did you know that? Yeah. There's no such thing as an inherent role. I actually got kind of angry. I was looking at some intersex data, and and uh, and they were throwing everything into intersex, phimosis and things like that. I don't like know that. what you're talking about. What's the, phimosis? The urethral problem. It's like oh. it's like like now we're starting to put kidney things into intersex. It's like Jesus, no, mm. you can't do that. That's nothing to do with the genitalia. Hmm. I mean, it happens to be something that runs through the penis, but it's just incidental. Hmm. It's not, not, oh my god! What do you mean they're rewriting like? medical journals to they're be. trying to be yeah they're trying to be medical and it's like no this is not okay this is way off this is way yeah, off yeah you can't you can't reclassify urology as as a gender issue <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> it's fairly straightforward. Yeah. Well, because I'm a I'm a big feminist. I studied philosophy. I read my Simone de Beauvoir. I, I love I, her. Yeah, I love I her. Get it? I, hey, man, I was on and yet fucking board. Sartre treated her like shit. Treated her like <laughs> shit. He was a piece of shit. But uh, and I too believed that gender was a societal construct, a hundred percent, until I had children. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I'm a mom. I get this. There's something inside of me beyond my control that can do fucking this. And it's beyond me. It's primordial. I used to walk behind my wife and wife and go, how do you know? How did you know? How did you know? Yeah. How do you know what to do? How do you, how do you know that? I'm like, I, I was mystified. Yeah. It's just innate. It's, it's what my biology dictates. And I don't want to be that girl that believes that. But hey, man the fuck i'm a butchy i'm still a butchy woman though you know i'm, you a, I'm an alpha a, bitch you should be a goth mom fuck yeah i'm a goth mom hardcore hardcore <laughs> all right we gotta wrap this up thank you for coming by oh, again we appreciate I, it so much it's so much fun when you come around. you're the best I and i want to get to ymh as soon as possible we gotta get over there uh you're coming yeah you're and uh, i'm gonna make you watch a little bit of tour action right now okay let me wrap up okay? okay all right everybody thank you so much again uh everything's at drdrew.com and uh we appreciate you sending in the voice messages and the emails and we'll see you here next time all conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.